whatever his name is. You said Ron Perlman? Perlman, Perlman. I don't know. I don't know what his name is. Anyway, he challenged Ted Cruz to a $50,000 charity wrestling match. I'm here for it. Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. So, my money's on Ted Cruz. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's what we should start doing with our lawmakers. Just make them get in the ring and settle the shit like man. Big facts. Um, Joe, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Yes. WrestleMania. Hell in a cell. <laughs> <laughs> for the country. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, special guest referee. I'm here for it. I'm here for uh, it. Mike Johnson, the PW Insider, they they probably like the most credible news source. Debunk the Adam Cole rumor. He still has 18 months left on his current contract, although there is no talk between him and Vince about resigning that shit right now. So he still has a year and a half. That's a lot longer than August, though, so he'll, he'll resign. He, yeah, he will. And uh, TNA. So we watched TNA, a little bit of it, this past week. DJ, it was terrible. It was trash. <laughs> Apparently, they, they teased Heath Slater coming to TNA, and I didn't catch it. But Rhino uh, was talking to one of the guys he was wrestling with, and he slapped him in the face. He was like, what about me being your partner? He said, I already have a partner, and my partner has kids. So I guess go back to his merch. Hey, let, I got kids thing that Heath Slater had. Let me just say this right now. I don't care how much free time you have on your hands from this coronavirus. Do not spend it watching TNA Impact Wrestling. Go go cut the grass. I don't care if you ain't got no yard. Go buy a lawnmower <laughs> and run over the concrete before you watch TNA Impact Wrestling. I'm not going to lie, though. I'm kind of excited for the uh, pay-per-view, the Slammiversary thing. Though, that was the best part of TNA was the commercials and promos for the pay-per-view. And not yeah. the promos about the wrestlers. I'm talking about the promotions advertisements, commercials, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. It was bad. Uh, Yeah, so that's news for the week. Where do you guys want to start? Oh, isn't there something for um about writers? Like, um. oh, yeah. What's going on with the writers? I forgot. So, Paul, Heyman, Paul Heyman gone. Paul Heyman's gone. He's just focusing on his in-ring stuff, so we'll probably be getting Brock back very soon. Lord, because everybody wants that. Well, they have to do something for SummerSlam, right? So the the writer that's over SmackDown is now overall also. And well, what they did, they fired like four or five writers (laughs) and just merged both shows. They kept, I guess, they say the best writers from each show. Uh, But yeah, and they just merged them into one. So NXT still has its own creative process, but then you have Raw SmackDown. Okay, so remember last week we were talking about how could they make NXT like the third, like the third brand or whatever like that. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. So how about this? You keep the the belts, the universal and the cha- the championship. You keep the belts on either war show. You keep the uh, NXT belt. So all the top belts you'll keep on the shows. Tag Team, Intercontinental, and um, the, the, US. 12, the, the U.S. You can defend that across all brands. That'll even a playing field. It does. And I like that idea. But my thing is you would probably have to get rid of one of those belts, right? Because then you run risk of 
all the belts being on one show. But that's where your writing comes in at, and you would never have that happen. Then do you think that one of the quote unquote like top two brands would be like bad then? Like no. would it would it pull down one of the brands? I think no. a lot of talent wouldn't get seen if you did it that way. I think there's a oh, lot of guys who benefit from the brand split. Absolutely. Like Yeah. The reason why I say that is because then your tag team division, you know, you got your women's tag team, men tag team. Universal, uh, not the Universal, but the uh, Intercontinental. In the United you know, States, yeah. And the United States, no, that all the, you could like fight, you spread those throughout the whole company, and you can have multiple storylines and have people like in, in it's endless possibilities there. It and is. then, it, and then if they start sucking at writing or or the creative part, it's like, dog, what are you doing? You have all this talent, you have pretty much free reign. We know they're gonna fuck this up though. All the way. They, they, but, they do but that's that's what I was thinking that they would have to do something like that to bring to to make the the town level even and just no, move about the whole company. No, they wouldn't. I, I think they should just let it, I think they should just let it let NXT be its own thing. Like they're gonna so they're gonna be having the women's tag team changes depending on all three brands. Which I like that idea. I wanna see Chelsea Green or somebody hold it like yeah, they need a push. But I don't like the fact that you would have other superstars mentioned down there. Because, like, who is Braun going to work well with down there? Mm. Who's, who's to say, Braun, you still – you don't have to have them battle anyone. Braun can still battle someone from Raw and or SmackDown like he's been doing. You don't have to necessarily pick uh, someone from NXT. Very true, but then you but then you you have all these championships fought through all three brands. People are probably going to want to see these guys like fight the top guys. Yeah, then there's going to stagger. There's going to stagger pushes some type of way. Well, I mean, they don't get stagnant pushes either anyway. If you if the fans don't like them, so regardless of what brand they own, if the fans ain't with them, then they don't get stagnant anyway. I, said, I like the idea of them crossing brands for Raw and SmackDown. I think that's great. I I think the guys on NXT are still trying to build NXT. And I think they should just let that build itself. Then they'll never way. they'll never be considered an equal brand to Raw and or SmackDown. Yes, they will. Okay. Yes, they will. People thought that about SmackDown too at one point. Okay. All right, How long does right. it take, though? Maybe another year. They're on cable TV now. Maybe another like, year or two. It depends on how they book them in Survivor Series this year. Because last year, all those guys were booked strong. But I said, they're going to have to let NXT step in on some of these pay-per-views. They invaded. They did their thing. No, nah, let, let them like headline some of these pay-per-views. Give some of these feuds the spotlight that they deserve in the and the spectrum of like Raw and SmackDown too, because like the worst thing that ever happened to NXT is when AEW came on the same night because they have competition. That's that's that that's why NXT. That's why NXT can never be equal to a uh, or to Raw or SmackDown. But one could say Raw SmackDown would never be equal to NXT. I get yeah. Because if you continue putting on shitty shows, fans are going to start looking for better content. And they don't go to AEW. They ain't going to go to another WWE brand. 
all it takes is a shift of a night. I'm about to say, do you think people would move from watching stuff on Monday and Fridays to Wednesdays? I think and, 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 and would stay in WWE and would stay watching. They shift from Monday, Tuesday to Monday, Friday. That's what I'm saying. You could move NXT to a Tuesday or a Thursday. You could do that. Yeah. I mean, is that a good move? I don't know. I don't see it getting to the point where NXT is that far ahead over Raw and SmackDown. To I don't think it's going to be ahead. I think, I think it'll be considered the same eventually. I'm sorry. When I don't know that. I don't. I don't. But maybe to a wrestling fan, I don't want to see the main roster guys down there. Because they're definitely going to bring down the talent of there. They don't, they need to shelter that. They need to shelter that. I don't want to, that would be the worst thing that ever happened in NXT. To have some of those guys on the main roster come down there and compete. Because if Keith Lee loses the North American title to somebody like Sami Zayn, the way he's being booked now, I'll riot. I don't know. I gotta think the rosters at the end of the day, but, like they get, but I, you would like to see a Keith Lee versus Braun Strowman or McIntyre for the championship. McIntyre, yeah. You would like McIntyre. to see that. I would you like see to what see I'm saying? That. But you see, I would like to see that. But these are all matches that these are all matches we could have in non title affairs at like a Survivor Series. But they're not gonna happen. How's it not gonna happen, DJ? Because Keith Lee is on NXT, and they they are they already proven series last year, but they're already proven that they're not trying to mix that. That's why they uh, did the in your house for NXT Takeover. Yes, but they mixed them together last year at Survivor Series. NXT won damn near every match they were in against the guys on the main roster. All right, well we'll see. What did that do for NXT in the grand scheme of things, though? Did it? Did it, did it boost? Did it boost the popularity of these superstars a tremendous amount? I think it made enough people tune into where they were like, "We can put this on a, t- a cable network and take it off the WWE network." I think it did that. It's probably about it. So if they do it again this year, do you think it'll do enough to put them on even even playing field as Raw and SmackDown? Just depends on how they work. Or if they book NXT NXT matches. A Survivor Series and their standouts. Does that do it for NXT? Maybe. Possibly. I mean, the championship match that Pete Dunne and the Adam Cole had last year was good at Survivor Series, so I can't say like it wouldn't do numbers for them or work well for them. It was a vital match in what we see today. Um, I don't know. I just don't want to see the main roster guys down there. Yeah. I'd rather keep the product strong than to dilute it. Yeah, I think what's going to have to happen for NAC to be seen in respect is like they're going to have to get their matches slated mm-hmm. on pay-per-views consistently. I agree with you guys. But I don't think that they're going to really want to take away their own pay-per-views. You know what I mean? To DJ's point, like, I don't know how likely it is they're going to mix them in with the with the main pay-per-views or if they're just going to boost up the production and the size of the NXT pay-per-views. I've always just said, man, 
Just have him on the main four. Just have him on the main four. SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Mania. Give them matches on the main four. We don't need to see them every month with these guys. I think when NXT has a headlining or near-headlining match at WrestleMania, then we can revisit this. We're going to have to. Because I'm never going to agree with NXT not being <laughs> as good as the Oh, not my God. Yeah, but I, I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, but we had, a, we had a good week of wrestling. Backlashes this week. It was yeah. pretty good. It well, was good. Mm, I ain't going to say it was pretty good. It was all right. It was okay. It was there, okay. Some good, there were some good moments. Yeah. And the greatest wrestling match ever was the greatest wrestling match on the card. So there's I guess that's that. a success. There's that. Um, but do, yeah. do we want to start? We want to end with Backlash. Where do we want to yeah. start at? We can, we can start uh, anyway. Was that Raw, NXT, SmackDown? It don't matter. AEW. I guess we can go. I guess we can go AEW. Man. Alright, let's go. I'm, I'm, no, I didn't know there were free agents, yo. I did not know there's free agents. Yeah, that was one of the tag teams that got released. Well, when when that like gang of people got released, yeah, yeah, but okay. they kept Mojo Raleigh. Yeah, I did not know they were uh, free agents. Man, AW better sign them and sign them fast, yo. Quick, especially knowing they were going to do this with Gronk, they really should have cut Mojo Raleigh. But then. Now say now saying that though, who's to say they aren't signed and they're just working us like over like? That's true. That's very true because they this is what three weeks in a row they've been on on AEW. So yeah, could be it. that could be it too. So who knows? I'm definitely here for the FTR versus uh, Young Bucks feud. Definitely, I think we need uh, that. Definitely there. Yeah, that's gonna be great. But yeah. yeah, and that match they had with the Blade and the Butcher, which crazy names, by the way. The Blade and the Butcher. Yeah. I like it. That was like an old school field tag and, team. Match. Yep. Like, old school smash mouth, like just good good old wrestling. We ain't seen that in a long time. Yeah. How, how do you think that plays into the bigger tag team picture? Um, let me pull up the rankings right quick as you talk about that. I think they need it. I still think the best friends might be the best tag team there. I don't know, man. The Young Bucks, even though the Young Bucks, uh, I think I I like the Young Bucks, man. Okay. Let me rephrase that. I think. The best friends might be my favorite tag team there. Because Young Bucks definitely are better than those guys. Yeah. Okay. Standing-wise, Omega and Hangman said it. Atop of the tag team division, um, they're seven and zero. Right behind them is the best friends. The best friends are nine and three, which is kind of crazy that they haven't gotten their shot at Omega and Page yet, just because that's a damn good record. But they, they they'll get. That, I think this week, this week coming, they get a match. Someone gets week? a match. Yeah. I didn't know if it was this week or a fighter fest. Well, fighter, I don't know. If, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, whatever. It would make sense. They're the number one contenders. Yeah. Um, Natural nightmares under them at five and zero, undefeated. Private party right under them at four and two. SCU at three and four, and the Young Bucks rounded out 
Um, but their record is unimpressive, fellas. They're two and two. So oh, yeah. if this is gonna make sense from a stats matter standpoint, they're gonna they got some catching up to do. They do oh, have yeah. some catching up to do. But also, I don't know if the Young Bucks will ever hold. Well, they'll hold tag team gold in AEW. I just don't think it's gonna happen this year. It'll happen after next year, and the and everything resets and the records reset. But say because their individual records are even at fourteen and nine, respectively, between Matt, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So they're not not like they're getting their ass whooped. I guess they just don't have a lot of tag team action. Well, they just don't compete. Like they have, they've had one match this whole pandemic. The stadium. Oh stadium. yeah, that was true. Yeah. So, so, but was, what wasn't one of them hurt or something like that? For that a while, yeah, Matt was hurt for a while. Yeah. And then they just – they're more into the entertainment side of it, I believe, now. They've been doing this for almost 15 years over in Japan. That's probably hard on their bodies. I think they would rather have brawls in the backyard and just film funny stuff, like being the elite on YouTube. Yeah, I think they're having fun with it at this point, too. Yeah, most definitely. You're starting to see, like, later Hardy Boy stuff, like last tag team title run Hardy Boy stuff. Gotcha. Um, definitely. They're taking it easier on their bodies. But oh, Young Bucks versus FTR, that's going to be a cash cow in America. People people love good tag teams. Like They're easy to get behind, and there's two people to like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. On both sides. Yeah. And both, and both teams are good at playing heel or face. It just, it just It's all on how you spin it. It's all on how you spin it. You could go anywhere with that. Also, that Dustin Rhodes segment, the when they were in the backstage and they were cutting the promos, why is Brandy riding so hard with Dustin right now? I don't like it. I think they're. I think she's his manager, or some or some shit like that. I think she manages him, and I think she doesn't. She really don't mess with uh, Cody. Lost to the I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm assuming. I, it seems like we see her with Dustin way more than we even see her with Cody. I don't. That's what I'm saying. She, I think she's Dustin's manager. Possibly, it and, makes sense that way. But then it's like, yeah, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess it would make sense because he's not in the talk for any championship as of right now. Right. I don't think he ever will be. And I also have a question because I'm looking at the AW rankings for singles competition right now between. Moxley and Cody, both the champions. Is there two different standings for the TNT and the World Championship? Because I'm not seeing one. I don't think it is. MJF. The number one contender. Six and up. Uh, yeah, but he got skipped again. He got skipped for uh, who came out at the end of this week. Shit. Hold on. Give me a second. Skip for the world championship or the yeah, for TNT. Hager, Jack Hager, or what's his name? Jay yeah, Hager. He came, yeah. Jake Hager. He came out and challenged Cody for the TNT title this week coming up. What are they going at the pay per view coming up? Or whatever, whatever this week is. I don't know if it's this week. Not or this, this week. week. It's this week. Yes. Cody's gonna fight. He's gonna use that belt fight every week. What yeah. I think is gonna happen. What's gonna have to happen. Is in September when they have all out, Britt Baker's gonna have to get a match because they they're using this uh 
you have to win the losses matter, right? She's going to have to get a match there. All like, right. I, don't think, I don't think she's lost one-on-one yet. Britt Baker needs to get back in the ring or she's going to be an afterthought. Well, she can't. She she can't. She's actually – she's. I, I know that, but she's going to be an af- afterthought. Uh, Penelope uh, before and Chris Statlander, Nala Rose, those girls are just – they're to me, they're better in the ring to me. They possibly are better. I like she, – She's going like, to be an afterthought if she don't get back. I like Britt Baker's character better, though. I, I think like there's it. a lot that, that can grow there. And I like it because long-term success is going to be easy for her to find. You're not, you're not going to see her plateau too early because she still right. has a lot to learn. So you'll, you'll yeah. be able to watch her grow. And to Miles' point, she might not be irrelevant because in the standings, she's in the middle of it already. She's 4-4 four four tied with um, Chris Statlander. I thought she was 4-0. Who did she lose to? Anyway. Four, I was about to say, she's 4-4. Four four. She's overall 13-8. But she's 4-4 four four on top of Chris Statlander. And I guess that would be 4 the second contender because Nala Rose is at six and two, um, and then below them, Yuka. I'm gonna murder her. I'm gonna butcher her last name. Yuka Sakazaki. Yeah, is at one and one. I'm um, in Penelope Ford is under her at three and three, which I don't understand it. I don't even know who Yuka really is. I, I really want Penelope Ford to get a push too, DJ. Um, but she's she's the last contender on that. Penelope list. Ford. She yeah. might get one eventually. But I think she's more so there for Sabian and Habit right now. I would love to see her and Britt Baker go at it, or her and Chris Statlander, Statlander go at it. They're going to have to start booking some of these matches for these girls to get wins. And making some of the, like, back and forth between, like, the undercard of the women's division interesting enough to make the contenders and the championship feuds yeah. compelling. They have to. Because we don't want to just see Hikaru. And they put on a classic. Hikaru Shida and, uh, and Nala Rose put on a classic. What was that? At, all, at Double or Nothing? It was, or it was a great. Double or Nothing. And but they, we don't want to see that every pay-per-view. And they did the right thing by putting Shida over. They did. They did the right thing. But I agree with you. It's going to get old really fast. Well, we it's already old. They already need something now. We don't want to see that. So, yeah. Have these girls feud, man. Have these girls feud, man. And, don't, and we got to stop having these... Four women, six women tag team matches on AEW too. So they they just get really clustered, and it's like they there's not a chance to know easily. who is who. Very true. It's just a bunch of women in the in the ring. Very true. And I say the same thing with the men too. You know, they've been doing a great job pushing the guys though. Like they're they're doing pretty good establishing who who they want to contend. You know what I mean? Like. We now know what their foundation is for the future. There's Orange Cassidy, there's Darby Allen, there's MJF. Great. We know who they're who's their guys right now. Brody Lee, have Matt, uh, Hangman Page, and Kenny Omega. I think they'll both be great on their alone. Like, I, I want to see Hangman Page get back to his comp. He needs to. He needs to. Both of them do. That was my guy before I was introduced to MJF was Hangman. I was most excited for him to see him grow. But character-wise and, and the ring-wise, I think he has to build a singles for him to really shine and to make a name for himself. Definitely. It's hard for it's hard to make a name for yourself in a tag team unless you're just leaps and bounds ahead of him, and he's not leaps and bounds ahead of his tag team partner. So, yeah, he has to go singles. 
Back to the women's point, though, DJ May, I did make a note. When the crowds are back and kids are back in the seats, Chris Statlander is going to be massive. Yeah, I agree. I like Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander is going to be massive. So do you, I think she gets the next push because, okay, she gets the next push because, number one, she's she's number three behind Nala Rose. Mm-hmm. Nala Rose can't go again. Britt Baker's hurt. I think Britt Baker otherwise gets the run. Or at least there's a standoff between her and Statlander for who gets a shot at Sheeta. So I think Chris is going to get the next run. I th- I, yeah, me too. And I think the fair way to play this out is to have Chris Statlander overcome Nala Rose. Just beat her one-on-one, get the other win, give Nala Rose another loss, bump her up. Then you can have Britt Baker. You can solidify her. You can solidify Penelope Ford now. like They can feud with each other. They can feud with Nyla Rose and keep putting them over. She already has, what, two reigns? Mm-hmm. She already has two reigns. She doesn't need no more the rest of the year. And records reset at the end of the year. So she, <coughs> if you're booking her to be the GOAT, she can definitely get another one next year. Awesome Kong can come back. You can have them feud. Do something. Switch it up. Please, guys. Because it, it just seems like it's just Sheeta and Nyla Rose right now. And these girls have strong characters. You can let them go on their own. They'll probably be okay. They're not great yet. They'll probably be okay. And Tony Hawk was in AEW this week. Yeah, I was about to say something about that. How y'all feel about... I don't know if I ever seen a skateboard wrestler promo, yo. That was different. Tony Hawk's that guy. Darby Darby Allen. Darby Allen. Yeah, yeah. And he's next up. Yeah. Darby the promo Allen. was interesting, yeah. I mean, for Darby Allen, there's a standard kind of, you know, weird offset type deal. So, I'm going to look up Darby Allen's record because he's not on the contenders list. I don't know why because he's always in the spotlight. But he takes he's taken two L's already to Cody. I want to say um, if they're not just counting one-on-one losses, then the ladder match counts. You know, they, they, I don't know why they just pushed Brian Cage in his first match. Just because he's huge. I think that was terrible. Okay. Over overall, Derby Allen is 11 11, 11 and 11 and 1 in his career. 6 and 7 for 2020. 6 and 4 in singles comp and 0 oh and 2 in tag team comp. Yeah. I was about to say, and he faced MJF twice too. I mean, we know MJF is not Yeah. So he's he's running the middle. And so is Cole Cabana, who I think is a lot better of a wrestler than he's getting credit for like he gets, yeah, he gets he's about to pain. go to the dark order or the dark yeah whatever yeah. It is. he doesn't get no burn over there Colt Cabana to me he's older I don't think he'll ever be a world champion I think Colt Cabana is better used like this these younger guys who are there like Sammy Guevara and all those guys I think he should be in the upper mid card always contending for the TNT belt always doing these things let him be the gatekeeper because if he's very well like he can go in a long match, and he's well—he's a safe hand. Like you can have him face these young guys, keep them on their toes, and let him be the gatekeeper. If they can hang with him, if they can have a good match with him, then you know they're ready. If not, let them guys develop and let them feud it out. I like him in that role. I don't think that's a bad formula. I don't think that's a bad formula. Not for him right now. I will say AW once again, I know we say this almost every week, best use of the old heads and the experienced wrestlers out of anybody in wrestling right now. 
Also, best use out of him. Tessa, your dad Tully is in AEW and he's managing that man Sean Spears. You are better than Sean Spears. Bring your ass to AEW. They need you. She would, she would run havoc in AEW. It would even out the women's and men's divisions. It would. That's for sure. And now you have somebody credibly who can really get get in there and mix it up with Nyla Rose. I say, yeah, you have three Nyla, Sheeta. Well, you have Nyla, Kong, Sheeta, and, and Tessa. Um, if she comes. and Tessa, yeah, if she comes, it's probably not going to happen. Also, MJF MJF cut the best promo <coughs> of the week. I don't want to. Yeah, he did it. getting at the uh, getting at the Gun Club. So I'm going to write it down. He said, no matter how many handouts you get, no matter how much favoritism they show, mm-hmm. no matter how much you improve on the mic, mm-hmm. and no matter how over you get on Twitter, what you else? eventually hit the ceiling, and I am that ceiling. He I, is better than you. And you, you know, know it. it. <laughs> and his Burberry scarf and little undies coming out to the ring to whoop your ass and take your girl. I love this kid. Give him the belt, bro. It yeah. only makes sense to give him. Bruh, they have to put I want them to put him. I'm, I'm not a fan of the triple threat matches or bringing, them, bringing people into feuds. They have to insert him in the Jake Hager-Cody feud that's going to happen for this TNT championship unless they're just going to have them fight weekly and then move on to MJF right after that. He has to get gold here soon. That might be what they do. He has to also, get gold. something else he might do is feud with Wardlow when Wardlow turns. Have him beat a huge, gigantic, ginormous guy, mm-hmm. and then have him overcome that. Then he finally gets the world title or something. One of these young guys is gonna have to do it. I said it last week too. They're gonna have to start making their own history. Somebody has to be the youngest champion in AEW history, and it's gotta be the young guy. Exactly. So, and it's clear they're not gonna push Darby because they're stupid. <laughs> so, does AEW have the best show of the week? No. No, I don't think so. No. Okay. We'll move on to the next show then. We're, are right, we going to SmackDown Raw NXT? The actual show of the week. NXT. We've been saying this a lot here lately. Dexter Loomis and Roderick Strong. I'm liking that storyline, man. I told you, man. I, I fucks with Dexter Loomis, yo. When I first saw him, when we first saw him the first night, I was like, yo, kind of like that guy, yo. I, was, I wasn't I, sold on that first night. I'm, I'm ready to see. That. I'm ready to see him. See more of him, like in a feud, and see how that goes. The way Here he's been, the way he's been stalking undisputed air has my attention. Yeah, he just need that. That cut is insane too. He looks like one of the Hitler youth, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm here with it. I think we're gonna get a team Dexter at War Games. It's gonna be him and Velveteen, and I don't know who else, but that's gonna be awesome. I really liked Velveteen going into the Adam Cole feud, but I'm not going to lie. Now I'm unintrigued. I'm moving on to the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank nah, you. Man. If I wasn't scared for how Vince is going to do Velveteen Dream, I want to see Velveteen Dream on the main roster. I just, I don't know how Vince is going to, I don't want Vince to mess him up, man. I don't. I don't see, I don't honestly, I honestly don't see a place for him on the main roster. Not right now, I don't. I think, yeah, me neither, me neither. But I think on the charismatic level and the level of the character, I don't think anybody could play that character as well as he is. Yeah, 
it fits him. I don't think we've seen a character that synonymous with one guy since Undertaker. Like, I don't think you can never duplicate that. Nobody can ever come up with that and have it be their own. Like, mm-hmm. you're never going to see that again. So, from a character standpoint, like, he has potential to be one of the greats. In the ring, he has potential to be one of the greats. It's just a matter of how they book him. It's a matter of how they book him and what they have him doing. Because I don't want to see him going up there and trying to hump ring announcers like they did this era. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, a little overkill. I like to see him just develop on NXT, if anything, for right now. But I agree with I agree with you as far as character development. Um, they opened with the Adam Cole promo with Undisputed Era, which was awesome. Adam Cole's never going to cut a damn promo. Which was awesome, as usual. Um, with Dexter Loomis in the cut. As usual. I loved it. Um, and then they had the Mia Yim, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae mixed tag team match, too. I think I'm just a fan of heels. I like the win. And I like the ma- the matchup between like even I didn't think I was gonna like Keith Lee versus Gargano just because like Keith Lee's a big guy and Gargano's small. But they're the, both super athletic. But yeah, but they're both super athletic. And it's not like a when Gargano chops him down, I'm believing that it's happening. Like his wrestling is good enough. They're not Keith Lee's not having to fake it or give or give any extra because he's going against a smaller guy. So I'm here for that. And Mia Yim is good too. I'm like I'm liking her getting more camera time. Um Do you think she's gonna be the next one to do it? Uh probably so. She has to be, right? What about Ripley? Does she just get skipped? I don't but that's the thing, I don't know. I think Ripley gonna get called up, yeah. Probably. She she has a raw personality. She's massively over. I think she's gonna get People called up. People are already up. calling her the future of the women's division. So, I would love to see it. There's very intriguing feuds I want to see her in. I want to see Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. I want to see Rhea Ripley versus uh, Charlotte, but in a long, like, long-lasting feud. Yeah. Her and Asuka is going to be great. There's a lot of people I want to see Rhea Ripley against up there. A lot of people I want to see Rhea Ripley against. The only thing about bringing more women superstars up is where the hell is Bianca Belair? I'm waiting. She got hella screen time when she first got caught up. Yeah. And now she's disappearing, and I'm not here for it. Give her her run. She's charismatic enough. Or at least give her some some matches on TV on the man card. You know? I want to say she had one on Raw, but it wasn't nothing spectacular. You know what I mean? But I'm with you. They have to. They have to push her. They have to push her. Because then you run the risk of it just being Oscar and Charlotte and Nia Jax. It's going to be a back and forth between the same two women hey, champions. I know at first I was like they could have her win the Royal Rumble, but that's going to be too long. And Becky Lynch is probably going to come back there. Let's let's just be real. She's probably coming back at the. Royal and Rumble. I don't want to see her feud with Lynch. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Lynch come back and be gifted the titles, even though I know that's what's going to happen. When she comes back, she's going to get immediately into a run. Possibly. And she's going to get that belt back. It's only right. It just depends on how they play their cards, man. 
It really does. It really does. If if they if they call up Rhea Ripley now in the height of her feuding for belts and stuff, they call up Rhea Ripley now and then have her beat one of the established people. Not even like a huge person, just have her go over Shayna Baszler. Right. Or have her go over Natalia, somebody who's respected in the game. Then yeah, I think that gives her credibility to make a make a run. Maybe for like a SmackDown women's belt. I'm here for it. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. But yeah, both women's women's divisions are I, I will say that I think booking a women's division is harder than it is to book a men's division. Mm. I'll agree with that to a certain extent. Because I don't necessarily like how DJ comes in and kills women's division matches. I don't necessarily know how you make those better. <laughs> like, like for real. It, it's like you have the most famous women fighting. They're fighting in good matches. They're Very quality. Sure. They're not gimmicks. But sometimes, like, how do I put this? I don't want to sound like I'm down and on, like, the women's division because I love the women's division. They, they do put on really compelling matches. Sometimes they steal the show. But same problem they have with the men's card, only that, like, they're still building the women's division. So it, it comes off as, like, slower than a men's mid-card match. If that make, Am I making any sense? They make perfect mid-card. sense. Like, perfect sense, yo. I think that would help a lot of things. Just give them one. Yeah. They don't even need one for each brand. Just give them one. Who said that? Was that you or DJ that said that? I think DJ said that. Yeah. It's it's time. It's time. Just give them one. I need the storyline. Put it on Bianca Belair. Put it on somebody charismatic. Put it on her. Put it on somebody charismatic. Or I would would even like to see a a Belair or Ripley feud when Ripley first gets called up. Yeah. Because they kind of just gave us a two-week thing with them on NXT, and then they take over Portland. The match was there. We knew Rhea Ripley was not going to lose because she had to go and face Charlotte Flair at Mania. Exactly. And, and now with Charlotte Flair without a title, we know she's going to go see Asuka. That's above – I think that's above Ripley and Belair at this point. Definitely. They already teased it, yo. It's, it's going to be a three-way. The next match is going to be Jax, Flair, and Asuka. Why do they keep throwing Nia Jax in this? Because we know why she, they're, they're well, using her. Last time – well, the well – I'll save it for later on, but you already know why she's gonna get another shot. If you if we watch if you watched for uh, Sunday night, yeah, yeah, it's just I don't, I don't, and I, I I like that I like the ending on Ed Backlash. I like the ending on Ed Backlash, but I don't like how they write her character sometimes. Like her heel is just her being like. Racially insensitive. She's close to getting canceled. Like, it, and her being like but a brute. That's, um, like, it's really bad. This is out of touch with today's time. And it they, and you, and you know, that's going to keep having them do, which is also going to hurt the women's division. It's going to, there's not going to be like a, so, there, there's one solid heel, Charlotte Flair, she's a solid heel. But, and, there, and I guess Becky Lynch is like a solid face. But you're going to keep having to flip the mid-card superstars between heel and face because you're not going to be able to solidify a heel. Nia Jax could be a, sol- a solidified heel. 
like in a in a damn good one. But the way they're riding her into the ground, she never wins anything. Like very true. She's that is gonna, their biggest thing. She's she gonna disappear. Yep, yep, you can't yep. be a heel and not Free. and not get over. You have to let that heel have that evil reign. She has right. not had that. And you have to write her good promos. And we're at the point where Charlotte Flair being a heel. I think people realize what we're seeing now. She's the greatest yeah. woman to ever do it. Yep. She's the greatest woman to ever do it. I'm sorry, Trish. That's what Charlotte Flair is right now. She she cuts she cuts way better promos than Trish Stratus ever cut. Definitely. That that's what puts her over for me. And in the ring, she's way better than Trish Stratus too. Yeah. Now, not taking anything away from Trish and Leah, because I mean they without them, I don't think we ever get a women's revolution. I don't think we ever get see this. But yeah, Charlotte Flair is the greatest woman. It's the same argument I make with Michael Jordan, Matt Johnson, all them. That's what I'm saying. I respect them because it's needed, but like I don't. Y'all were great in y'all's day, but nowadays they're different. Yeah, it's a different breed of superstar. There are big guys that are high flyers now. There's a woman. Charlotte Flair is six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch, and is still getting on a top rope, coming off doing crazy stuff, submissions. Like she does it all. Yeah. Cuts great promos, yeah. still has the sex appeal and has the robes. And the thing is, you know what's coming every time she comes out. And the, so the thing with Charlotte Flair being a heel, yeah, she's a heel. But she doesn't feel like a heel. She just feels like Charlotte Flair. There's a moment, I wonder if it was like late 2000s where it felt like that with Randy too. Like, okay, we know he's a heel. He does sadistic stuff all the time, he's kicking people's dads in the head. Doing all this stuff, but like we know what we're seeing. We know what we're seeing. I don't care. He's great. <laughs> you know? And it's to the point where like she's a heel, but she's the face of the women's division. She is. That's who everybody tunes in to see. She's on she all three brands consistently. And yeah. She is. Yeah. And she's the and she's one of the first, like women who's got an opportunity to like spread her wings as far as hopping between brands and being the focal point of the storylines. Mm-hmm. Very all, true. All three. Very true. All, all. She might be the reason for this whole Bailey Sasha split up, right? Like she she's the one who teased it. Yes. She's the one who teased it. So. And I'm glad they I'm glad that they put the belt on them because like I said that breakup's gonna be very easy to write now. I'm waiting for it. Another question I have for NXT, bro, is Damian Priest turning face or is he just punching Cameron Grimes? Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. That's their new thing, too. They're just I like, don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that because I thought they was going to do a, a Balor Grimes feud. I'm kind of here for that. I would like to see both of them in the ring, feuding it out. Both are charismatic, good on the mic. Decent, you know, great Marine. I'll be here for it. I think Finn just wanted his win back. I think ultimately what they're getting at is when uh, NXT UK comes back, they have to finish that Finn Balor Walter feud because they just stopped it. That was great. I was actually watching NXT UK for a while for that. I keep saying I'm going to check that out, but never do. I will say NXT is right in this leaps and bounds among everybody else's, but um, and this could be an unfair criticism, but they're getting in the habit of just having people wail off and just attack people. 
and then turn it into a storyline. <laughs> they are. Like, that's how they start every storyline. Like, oh, my God, a brutal attack. Like, you either know who it is or it's a mystery and it comes on next week and that's a storyline. It is. Let's switch it up. Yeah. I'm starting to notice it. Yeah. I said that too, T. <laughs> I'm starting right. to notice it. You have to stop. But another another thing I gave possible promo of the week vibes to Rizongo. I forgot what they did until they started just saying all the history they made. Rizongo is great. They're my favorite tag team right now. Honestly. Like I forgot Fandango debuted at Mania and beat Jericho. <laughs> I forgot they just became the Fashion Police because it was funny. I forgot they've had so many like feuds against like guys like Daniel Bryan and Kane. Shit, like they've been around forever. You just, I just forgot. Like I haven't seen them in so long that I forgot. So needed that. That was great. That was amazing. Dang, that's some goat water. And who who's gonna get the next shot at Adam Cole, DJ? I don't know. They tease. Like, they tease like four people. They teasing who? They tease like four people. Yeah, I don't know yet. I hope I think we'll, get a, we'll get a we'll get a dis- definitive answer uh, this week. No, that's Dexter's too new. They'll maybe uh, I don't know. Not Dexter, not yet. Not well, yet. I mean, Karen Cross is newer than Dexter. True, he's a threat. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's an athlete. He's a threat. He destroyed Tommaso Ciampa. Thanks for Tommaso Ciampa. You can't just get destroyed like that and come back like everything fine. Exactly, because he's going to Raw. <laughs> now he's going to SmackDown. He got in his truck and drove to SmackDown. So, you know what I'm saying? It's the other side of the campus. But, yeah, I don't think there's anything left for him on NXT unless, unless somehow, I don't even know. When it comes to Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross, was Tommaso Ciampa the face? Because he did get attacked by Karrion Cross, right? Yeah. So I guess this wouldn't make sense because. He's going to do anything. He's Tommaso Ciampa. He's going to go get it over. But with Johnny Gargano um, being a heel and having Candice LeRae with them, they could very well make like a family faction. DIY would be cool to come back. I'm cool with having that, and I'm cool with having him destroy Brizongo. Yeah, they're going to get them out of there first time. But I want them to come back when there's a crowd there to appreciate that moment. That that will send ratings through the roof, but it's not going to hit the same in an empty arena. I also would like to see, so Undisputed Era, let's say like they break up, and this is just fantasy. Over in Japan, they have the Bullet Club, and they were like a seven-year thing, and they had multiple different leaders, and they just cycled through guys. That's how you knew who was going to be the next guy in Japan, like who's leading that. Like they had Adam Cole do it. They had uh, Kenny Omega do it. They had Cody do it. It would be cool to have Undisputed Era be that thing. Adam Cole loses. They turn on him, gets called up. Boom, Roger Strong's in there, and they add a new person. they just be great. Maybe I'm wilding. I'm with that. I like WWE's factions for the most part now. Um, most intriguing, of course, is going to, for me, is Seth Rollins and the Disciples. But under Undisputed Era, having some continuity would be dope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily tying all of the individuals just to being a part of Undisputed Era. Right. Because they're definitely going to move on. Well, Adam Cole is definitely going to move on. Adam Cole's the whether he stays or goes, like I don't, I just don't want to see him on the main roster, man. Vince is gonna, he, he just has Alistair Black written all over him. Great, good in the ring, did everything he could to make NXT better. Gets called up, nothing. And that's my fear with a lot of these NXT superstars, and the fact that like it's so hard to get established on the main roster. I don't know if a lot of them have what it takes necessarily to carve out good enough followings for them to be, you know, staples on the main card. Certain guys I think do. I think Keith Lee can do it. I think Matt Riddle will do it. Andrade did it very, very well. I think Adam Cole could do it. It's just all about how you book these guys, man. Because what really separated Andrade was just he had a string of matches with Rey Mysterio a, a year or two ago when he first got caught up on SmackDown. And like propelled them into championships. This is classic after classic every week. This is very true. So I don't know. They have a lot of questions they're gonna have to do if they're gonna start calling people up. I didn't like the dominant Dijakovic call up either. I didn't like it at all. Nobody was checking for that. He's not ready, man. He's not ready. Nobody was checking for that. Um, but NXT is is that all we we have for NXT? That's all I have for NXT. Is there anything y'all want to? I guess the match at the end, the Adam Cole Dexter Loomis thing with Karrion Cross coming out, her putting the hourglass in the ring, and just walking away. Yeah, dark. I'm not excited for this at all. I just want to know who's next, man. I just want to know who's next. Because more than likely, whoever next is going to take this off of him, it's been a year and some change. It's time for him to move on. He's going to get the call up. Um, Okay, we're at 50. So do we want to do SmackDown and Raw and tie it into Backlash? Or like, what do, how do we want to do I think that's this? how you're going to have to do it. Okay, bet. SmackDown, Raw, Backlash. Let's get it. Okay. Which, okay, so... I'm completely over this Jeff Hardy thing, and I wrote that down for SmackDown. I'm complete. I'm completely. Yeah, over. that was bullshit. That was bullshit. You know the way they did that. I'm not here for it. I'm, I'm I'm done. I'm over it two miles. I agree with you, man. Calling him a junkie and making him piss in a cup. That was fucking outrageous, yo. I'm over that shit. It was bad, and Sheamus shouldn't have agreed to do it. It's it's just not a good look. Nobody should have agreed to do it. It should never have been brought up. Really, this feud should have been over the Intercontinental Championship. And I bring that up every time because, yeah, what is this? And it's even crazier that they booked it that way and then had him lose a backlash, even though it makes sense with Extreme Rules coming up next um, on July 19th. It kind of makes sense for Jeff Hardy to take over at Extreme Rules instead of doing it at Backlash. But how do you keep this feud going for another month? Hold up. Am I tripping or is somebody? Is Jeff Hardy healthy? Is he hurt? Edge is hurt. Edge is hurt. Edge is hurt. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. How do you keep this storyline going for another month? You got to add Chris. You got to add characters, man. Got to add characters. His wife is going to have to make an appearance eventually. <laughs> it's not good. He's going to have to. That's the only way you keep it compelling. And he always talks about his family. They're going to have to pop up eventually. That's not good. At all. 
Only time them bringing somebody's whole family in this was great. Eddie versus Ray. It's the only time that worked. <laughs> and that was messy. Yes. And by today's standards, that would not fly. But yeah. The mat at least the matchup backlash was alright though. It was. Um it was physical. Seamus is making a good heel. I think it's easy to be a heel when you just talking about somebody's drug problems. Did that really happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. can get that over as a heel. And he's beating the crap out of Jeff Hardy here lately. <laughs> he's really been taking it to him, man. <laughs> like, he hit that man with the two bro kicks, one, two, three. Got out of here. I wrote that it was a great storytelling. Extreme Rules is going to be good. Jeff Hardy's coming off a ladder. Yes. <laughs> so I can't I'm, wait to see him jump off of stuff again. So I'm always here for him. Well, he tried it. He tried to jump off the barricade. That ended horribly. Yeah. I'm, I'm always here jumping for him, for Jeff Hardy jumping off a ladder. So, But, yeah, overall, not here for that feud. Um, C- Cesaro and Shinsuke versus New Day. Cesaro and Shinsuke took a dub with the belt on <laughs> Put the belt on. The belt on anybody except for the new. I'm over the new day, yo. I'm a fan of the new days. <laughs> but y'all boys be cutting up. <laughs> y'all be cutting up. I'm not going to lie, yo. <laughs> this is the one time I want the bus to stay on the new day. <laughs> I don't want Shinsuke and them to get the belts. If anything, man, I don't know. Have Otis cash it in. Have to, Otis and Tucker take them. Yeah, let's do it. I thought Ms. Morrison was going to win that and Otis was going to cash it on them. Or I Ms. do not care who has the belts as long as it's a new day. I need a break. I need a break for the new day. This so I, think I think we, I, need I, a break. I would I be cool not seeing them until Xavier Woods is back with the crowd. I just need a break, man. Break them up. Let, let them do single stuff, like, outside of being the New Day. Like, I want to see Kofi Kingston back on Kofi Kingston's stuff. Well, they're not going to do that. Unfortunately, it's too much money. They are cash cow right now. There's too much money in that. Yeah, and, that's unfortunately, yeah. And, bro, like, they got eight black champions. If you break them up, one of them have to come away with a belt, bro. And... They're trying to book them to be better than Dudley Boys. They're chasing a record. Uh, that makes sense. They're chasing a record. I think they're only like two away or something like that. Have them lose them when I'm back. Then I guess they'll lose them to whoever. They need to push the Usos. I forgot about hey, your, um, your boy hurt. One of the Usos hurt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jay is hurt. Yep. I about to say, I've for, I forgotten about them. Um, tag oh, team. Oh, my Matt. My match of the week, though, my match of the week is AJ Styles and Danny Bryan. They got to be. That would have been my match of the week if Sunday didn't happen. Okay, do you want to talk about Daniel Bryan and Styles? And no. We're good. I just want to put that out there. I, th- I think that was my match of the week. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys like Styles having the belt? Yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. Either way you go in that match is 
the ice cream powder. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it made, they it made sense. They needed a fierce wrestler to hold it. I think both of those guys were great. I'd rather it be um, Styles over Daniel Bryan. I don't want to see Daniel Bryan with the belt right now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I think they need to keep Daniel Bryan. Why does he have a coach? Like, and why is the coach Drew Gulak? Like, he's young. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> That's weird too. Like Daniel uh, Bryan has been around almost twenty years. It's like R Truth saying John Cena is his childhood idol. <laughs> R Truth's older than John Cena. It don't make no sense. This doesn't yeah. make any sense. Come on, but at least it does make sense because we know R Truth is he's insane. <laughs> it's funny though. He's psycho. It's funny as hell. He is the comedian of WWE. Yeah, he's the funny guy. My childhood idol, John Cena, top. Michael Cole said, aren't you older than John? Sasha looked absolutely gorgeous in that tag team title celebration. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you on that. I'd love that they're letting Sasha get the pins here lately. I know it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of anything, but I love that she is the one keeping the belts on both of them. The turn is coming. The oh, turn yeah. is coming. It's gonna come next year. That is that is the number one thing I'm looking forward to in WWE right now. Sasha Banks turning heel and them getting out of her being Bailey. My biggest thing about Extreme Rules though, because we know they're probably gonna have to retain uh, the tag team titles. Why, like, what's gonna happen to the SmackDown Women's Championship during this period of time? This would have been too much. She hasn't defended it. Like, mm-hmm. What are they doing? I mean, I know they're saving it to SummerSlam because that's going to draw. Sasha versus Bailey is going to draw. If somebody that's not named Sasha Banks puts that SmackDown Women's Championship around their waist before Sasha Banks, I'm going to boycott WWE. Well, start boycotting because uh, Charlotte Flair is probably going to get that shit, yeah. No, not SmackDown Women's Champion. She's getting Oscars. She's getting Oscars. She's going to take Oscars. You think so? I think Charlotte Flair is going to be the thing that Oscar has to overcome. That's the only uh, person okay. she has to beat. Okay, that makes sense then. Okay, I'll give you that. Like, they're going to have to make that storyline happen. Sasha Banks better get it. I'm going to put money to the side for this merch. (laughs) Sasha Banks better get that belt. So, let's go to Backlash, yo. This is killing me. It was, Waterfuck was about a title belt on the line on the kickoff show. (laughs) That shit was was killing me. (laughs) That shit was killing me, yo. Hey, but look, that goes to, um, that goes to uh, uh, DJ's point of Andrade not being a good enough champion or not, not being a good enough superstar or a big enough draw to get the respect to even get on the main show. And it was for a championship. That's not on Andrade. So we can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm stirring the pot. But look, so from this deductive reasoning, we can't expect him to then face um. Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz. Let me say this. Or, or, or Drew McIntyre. Because Black Lives Matter. They really do. 
Apollo <laughs> Crews is definitely why this match was not on the main card. It's sad that we're laughing about this, but yeah, it's very true. And on him. He is not charismatic the whole he's not charismatic enough to pull this up and defend it on a main card at a pay-per-view. And you know it. And I love you, Apollo Crews, but no, we're not letting this happen right now. Apollo Crews. You gotta get a what is his character? <laughs> Apollo Crews is just a good guy. <laughs> he just have a guy that like he would ask to borrow your Wee Whacker and you would know you would get it back in perfect condition. Or if not, he'd buy you a new one if you broke it. Like I I I was happy for him to get the championship after he got slumped up money in the bank, but I'm kinda having the Otis thing with him too. Like, all right. <laughs> Like, all right, let's move on. Let's Not move on. Or, or let's let's build him up. Matter of fact, let's so build a character. Belt on Bobby Lashley, man. I'm, I'm over him Lashley. too. I'm over Bobby, man. <laughs> <laughs> Simply because because I'm over MVP, yo. I'm over that shit. I shut him the fuck up, Shut him the fuck up, yo. I'm so uh, over Fuck all three of them. All three of them let <laughs> fucking disappear, yo. Bro, fuck! This doesn't make sense to me. If you're married to me, and I was losing every week with you at ringside, and I find a manager who, in two weeks of just being around this guy, I get a championship match, and I'm like, yes, don't interfere with what the fuck I got going on. Excuse my language. Don't interfere with what I have going on. You know MVP and uh, Bobby Lashley remind me. I remind me of fucking Puff Daddy and Big, Big <laughs> Puff Daddy dancing in the videos with the shiny suits and shit. Like, stop, stop. They're not puffing Big. They're puffing Mace. Who? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> no. Big stop. and Puff was actually stop. good together. Puff and Mace had a run, but it's like, eh. It's over. It's it's over now. Hit that yeah. one twelve shit Bobby, on him. Bobby Lashley. It's time yeah. for you to rest in <laughs> peace. Maybe he need to trip up, trip on the way out to the black ring. Guys not charismatic, man. <laughs> like that's what it boils down to. Like but, outside of know. outside of there's three charismatic black guys. Okay, but you hate them. The New Day? Yeah. The New Day is charismatic. And uh, so the, is, Usos, the, the Usos and Street Profits. The Street Profits are charismatic. Very. Another gripe with Backlash. And we skip wrong? Forget it. Um, the, the individuals, the individual blacks. This, this sounds really bad. The individual <laughs> wow. black male superstars are not charismatic. <laughs> like, they just make them the, swole. The only one that's actually... <laughs> Only one is actually doing something great is like Keith Lee. Yeah, Keith Lee. I look forward to seeing Keith Lee. Keith Lee can talk, but yeah, yeah Bobby Lashley, Apollo Cruz. No, <laughs> maybe put them together and give them a MVP. Put Please them together, God, don't put them together. Yo. That would be great. <laughs> that be so great. this so this fucking shit show that they did with fucking Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Why don't we get that? Se- what was if they were gonna be friends, like and be cool with each other, this whole Special Olympics thing—I don't know what you're gonna call it—they were cool during that whole thing. So why were they just brawling randomly? 
And why were they fighting ninjas? I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they could have just had a match there instead of... I don't know what they were trying to do there, but I ain't like it. And they need, to stop, they really need to stop fucking... Uh, if I paid for that shit, if I actually wasn't on the WWE Network and I had to pay my $70 for that shit, I'd be super pissed. Super <laughs> pissed. They are really... They are really turning... This is and retarded. Why are they? Why are they experimenting on a pay per view? They're why? really turning that man Ivar into Otis. Nobody wants to be an Otis. Everybody's like, "You're cute." Like nobody wants. Why to is be everybody Otis. turning Ivar into Otis? Yeah. We better not see Ivar win the Elimination Chamber and headline WrestleMania. I'm going to be highly upset if Ivar wins Elimination Chamber. I'll boycott if Ivar wins Elimination Chamber and headlines WrestleMania. All right, on a high note, though, one of the best nights, one of the best spots of the night was definitely Miz and Morris's video, uh, music video. That shit yeah. went hard. That shit went hard. I'm sorry. Like the 80s. Yeah, I liked it. Type I was like, oh, that was great. That was great. I liked it. They yeah. need to give us a mixtape, man. <laughs> The rap song was good. That was hard. Just give us a mixtape, Miz. Yeah. Put it out, man. I love these guys. So, uh, were y'all disappointed or happy about the Lashley McIntyre? Disappointed. I didn't like it. I don't like Bobby Lashley either. My thing was not with Bobby Lashley or McIntyre. I think they did great. They ruined it when they brought. Why is Lana doing this? Why? 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 That's just my gripe. Why? Why is she doing this? I don't get the Lana versus MVP thing. I don't get Lana doesn't have to be integral in any storyline right now at all. At all. This makes zero sense. Oh, make sure y'all call uh, Bailey those belts. Yeah, Bailey two belts. Um, she won't have both of them for long. All right, so let's get to this this last thing, yo. The best match of the night was definitely Red, uh, Randy and Edge. If they wouldn't have put the bet, the greatest match ever title on it, that would have been so much more better. Uh, and much better if, match. sadly, I would have. Not already knew that Edge was going to come out of this hurt. <laughs> right. That really puts a stain on things when he can't get up after the greatest match. Also, also, it ended with a low blow and a punt. I know yeah, that. Because right. Randy the punt, the the punt I get it. To ever do it. I get it. I get it. The punt. But for the greatest match ever. A low blow? Like, come on, man. You could have just some kind of way for name the punt. You know what I mean? Like, that fuck. If they wouldn't have put the greatest match ever tag on it, that would have been an awesome match. I agree with you there. The greatest match ever thing is insane. And they had to, to call it out like boxers, and they had the referee dressed up like a boxing referee. I, I don't like it. I get it. However. Right. That was know. great. That was great. The production of it was great. But if they hadn't have put that tag on there, that yeah. match would have been so much more better. I'm saying they didn't need the production there either. They didn't. They didn't. They, we didn't the match need was great, but I think we just had the match. We didn't need any of that. So 
I agree with everything you just said there. I agree with everything you just said there. But we knew that Edge was not going to go down without like something crazy happening. True. I mean, I, and, and they went back and forth with like different finisher moves, like the rock bottom and things like that. That was great. That, uh, the, the match was awesome, but if they didn't, that title messed it up, man. That title messed it up. The title so, messed it up completely. Yep. I even liked how they had more of the crowd involvement. It felt like it was. Um, it felt like a big match. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I liked it. But I agree. The greatest match promos were, were really terrible. WWE is getting really bored, and they're, they're getting really. Um, and speaking of Raw, uh, the the Edge of Christian segment that they had before, Randy saved that shit. He yes, saved. that was becoming a I don't know. Fuck I thought man. they were about to kiss each other at one point. I was like, well, oh shit, was so sappy. I'm like, am I watching the soaps or I'm watching wrestling? I don't like how they're booking Edge. They're not booking him like the Reddit our superstar. He's too vulnerable. Yeah, he is. He's way too sensitive. This is not the Edge that that left. He's way too. No shit, he's hurt. So hopefully, hopefully, you get well, Adam. Adam Copeland, Edge's real name. Hopefully, you get real well, man, and uh, go to WWE backstage with Christian and Booker T and CM Punk. Just talk about yeah. We don't want to see you really hurt yourself again. Please. Yeah, go out gracefully. Go out on your own terms. And Christian, please stay away. Hey. Christian about to have a match with Randy tonight, though. I'm here for it. I'm here for Christian back in the ring, too. I've been wanting that for a while. But he's it. not medically cleared, so they're they doing an unsanctioned. Of okay. Course, so. Here's my thing with this. If <laughs> Christian right. was really not medically cleared, I don't think they would let him come. He wouldn't even be nowhere near the ring, just like they're doing Ray. Ray Mysterio yeah. is nowhere near the ring. So, you know how he's it goes. He's definitely cleared. <laughs> All I can do is report on what there what's going on. You know what I mean? Borderline is gonna go to shit very fast. Yeah. Unless they have them unless they have them have another extreme rules match. That would be hard. Uh, but Randy yeah. and Christian Extreme Rules match again, that would be that would be hard. Their first one was a classic. Yeah. I like this legend killer Randy being back. Yeah, just have him take Edge out. Let's get it over. Have him take Edge out. Have him take Christian out. Put the belt on him. God damn it. Put the belt on him now. Before that loses steam. Yeah, very true. So I'm going to switch gears again. My bad. I'm just kind of like breezing through the notes, like hitting something. My only gripe about AEW and they're doing their thing on two different nights is, well, they have commercials. So... That's the thing about a pay-per-view. It's great. It's match after match, no commercials or anything like that. If it is, it's like merchandise related. It's not no, you know, tampon commercial in the middle of a damn pay-per-view. Well, of course it is. Are they, are they going to have pay? That's it. That takes away. I think they should just do a regular pay-per-view. It's I don't want to watch two weekends in a row. I say it's just a, like a special, right? Yeah. It's not. It's technically just a, Yeah. It's not a pay per view. It's more like it's gonna have like more of a festival type feel. This should be interesting, I guess. I'm interested yeah. to see how they're gonna do it. It's the first of its kind, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hats off to them for being innovative. Oh yeah. Man. Yeah yeah. Maybe TN- TNA can take some notes. 
and build their brand better. All they have is Tessa Blanchard. That's sad. This woman yeah. had a fatal five-way at Slammiversary against four big buff dudes. And I bet she comes out of there and wins. <laughs> That's sad. That's sad, but they got to do what they got to do for the brand. They need to go get Jesus and put him on. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Louise. Um, but yeah, I was upset about the draw. Yeah, but I say Oscar retained through through the draw. I was I was happy with it. I didn't want I didn't want I it to seem like Nia like Nia Jax got screwed in the sense that Oscar just hit one good counter and got the pin and got up out right. of there. So I like the counter. I also didn't want to see Nia tap. I didn't want to see Nia tap, and I didn't want I knew Nia wasn't gonna get the belt. So Yeah. yeah. But they they set they they setting it up for a three way though. I'm gonna say I think they're doing a triple threat match at Extreme Rules allows Oscar to pin Nia Jax to get her out the way, but also let Charlotte be a heel and say, "Well, you didn't beat me." Right. SummerSlam. Mm. SummerSlam is really they they keep pushing it back, and you know what I'm saying I'm happy they are, but it's kind of gearing up to be kind of lukewarm. Or maybe it's not. What's no. gonna make that shit lukewarm is they have that shit for so they so the water's pandemic been going on. We've been having like two and a half hour great pay per view matches. All the matches are great. They gonna stretch that shit out back to four hours, and that's what's gonna make it lukewarm. Just because the fans are in the stadium, they probably might, but I don't think they have enough talent to do that. They don't. Bray's not here. Roman's not here. Um. Seth is not in a Oh, they just teased the fire, new Firefly show um, on one of the segments for Friday. That's cool. That's cool, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they doing, they, they doing it again. So, yeah, this Friday. Are you going to go after Braun? I don't know. It only makes sense. Know. It only makes sense. <sighs> I want Braun back. I mean, not Braun. I want Bray Wyatt back. Congratulations, Bray, on your seed. I didn't know you had one until today, but congratulations. I didn't even know you had a kid, but you have like four. Congratulations. <laughs> also, congrats, JoJo. Yeah, congrats, JoJo, too. We missed we missed a good ring announcer. I don't know what this guy be doing sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what this guy be doing sometimes. He be messing up names and, yeah. Get, get back soon. Becky Lynch, get back soon. They need you. Bad. I mean, you, you can't rush a baby, bro. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I can't rush a baby, but it's just like, day. Roman Reigns, yeah. I hope your twins are healthy. Get back soon. They need oh, yeah. <laughs> Sami Zayn, I hope you're doing well. Get back soon. So how do, how are they going to bring him back, though? How are they going to bring Sami back? They're throwing back in with Shinsuke and tomorrow. <sighs> you don't like that idea, T? No, half him feud with Kevin but, Owens but, or something. No, no, and I no, I don't like it, and I don't like the fact that I know that Shinsuke needs Sami Zayn to be his mouthpiece, but I I just don't like it. I would like Sami Zayn just to be by himself. So you want fucking uh, 
what's his name to run around like Oscar? Yeah, go ahead. Let's just get it. Give Shinsuke <laughs> free <Shinsuke>. reign. <laughs> With Shinsuke and Oscar both, we don't have to hear them talk. How many times am I going to say this before like they get it? Like, I know you guys are listening because you take my ideas every week. Guys, you don't have to have them talk. They're good enough without the talking. They're that good. They're that good in the ring. All Shinsuke has to do is point. All Shinsuke has to do is point and knee you as hard as he can in the head. He's good at that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with that. You started. Yeah. <laughs> works on AEW. <laughs> yeah. I mean, works on NXT. My fault. Works on NXT. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Both. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. And the Street Profits Viking Raiders at Backlash. We have any? Hopefully, 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 they ain't doing no weird ass fucking overproductive production match. I don't know what the fuck they've been doing lately, man. I ain't like that. They could just had a regular match. Yeah, I didn't like them running around like Scooby Doo mysteries and fighting ninjas. And what's up with Tazawa now having a damn? Uh, he got the game. Ninja room. squad. He got a ninja squad. Now. <laughs> I like Tazawa getting some getting some prime time. I did like that. I he was just like on Tazawa. He was on Raw tonight with the ninja with the ninja squad. Let's go. Who did they pull up, did they pull up on? Um, our truth. Oh come on. They're doing it to Tazawa again. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> At least he got his shot in backlash. I, I like seeing him pull up. Like it, it, it was hard. Uh, genders hurt again. Yeah, dang gender. Oh man, man. get well soon. Yeah, he was just getting back. I guess they were. They had him on the undercard to try to see if he was getting if he was back in ring shape. And he got hurt again. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, uh. They said that Paul Heyman will be working solely on his in-ring stuff, and we know what his in-ring stuff is, so I guess we could be looking to see Brock Lesnar in the lead-up of SummerSlam. I don't want to see Brock Lesnar in the ring, yeah. <laughs> I don't either, but, like, I still at the point of what are they going to do. Yeah, I understand. They got to do what they got to do. Unless they take away TakeOver and give us Johnny, uh, and give us, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So who would you like to see Paul Heyman if it's not Brock Lesnar? Who who do you think would benefit the most from a mouthpiece like a mouthpiece like that? Shinsuke. Yeah. Shinsuke would be great with Paul Heyman. And then have Shinsuke go on a tear. But don't book him like he can't be touched. Don't book him like like Brock. That's Brock. Yeah, yeah. They can't do in between. You're either gonna get rolled over like Desire, <laughs> or you're gonna be dominant like, like Brock Lesnar. There's no how, okay. How would y'all like Paul Heyman and Braun? I just don't like Braun. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. just not a big fan of Braun, Paul Heyman, and but Paul Heyman and the Monday Night Messiah. Seth Rollins. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. That would get annoying real quick, yeah. <laughs> we don't need no. Thank you. <laughs> we don't need no. He helps develop Murphy. Because then you run. He helps develop Murphy. 
Because then you run the risk of like what Chelsea Green had on NXT. Like, bro, Seth Rollins does not need. If anything, Seth Rollins needs to be everybody's mouthpiece. They just need to stop having people talk on Raw. Just have Seth Rollins talk. <laughs> I'm here for it, but I'm I'm just I'm just spitballing at this point. Yeah, me um, too. I was just throwing out shit. Oh, and also, um, Bailey and um Sasha Banks won in the Triple Threat Tag Team Match. Of course they were. Um, yeah. But Alexa Bliss wants to hear her return to singles competition here soon. She has to. She's too good for that. She looked really, really good. She's too. She's too good for the tag team stuff. Looked really, really good, and I'm not a fan of her and Cross. So. Have her one the uh, so so the so Banks right Sasha Banks she's one title away from being a grand champion right she already is one is she she's one of them all I thought she hold on yeah 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 that's what I'm talking about did she win the Raw one I don't know if she won Raw I know she got the SmackDown I don't know if she got run the Raw. I'll look it up. I don't know. already had it. Because I know she won everything else. It's one. I thought thought they made the comment it's one belt she hasn't had yet. So, I don't know which one it is. I know Alexa Bliss has won away. Yeah. Maybe it was Bliss. Yeah, maybe it was Bliss they're talking about. Who else has won away? I think Bailey's won away, too. Was she getting the raw? Yeah. Go ahead and give it to her. Why not? Have her go back to the fun loving Bailey with the little uh dancing people. Yeah, the blow up dolls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. Um yeah. do we have any predictions going this next week or anything we're looking forward to? Uh, nah, not really. Uh this is good wrestling now. That's all I want to see. Same um, MJF on AEW, maybe. I want to see the tag team championship match against uh, who who is going to get that title. I forgot, but yeah, Sasha and Bayley will be defending the women's tag team championships on NXT. Even though I do, I do not like the way that TNT belt looks. <clears throat> Cody Rhodes is doing a damn good job. I look forward to these matches every week. To yeah. those that TNT, I look forward to that TNT match every week. So. Hats off to him. He's doing, you know, he's doing what he wanted to do with that. He is doing what he, he is doing good. My only my only gripe with that is what are they going to do with Lance Archer now? Have him continue beating up randoms at a construction site? Take, <laughs> take that yarn out of his head. Except <laughs> next week, this week it'll be like in someone's backyard. And the week after that, he'll be like in Walmart. And the week after that, he'll be ordering food somewhere. You know what I mean? Just randoms. Somebody, can I get a chicken fried rice? Lance Archer comes up. Right. And then just, you know, beat someone up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Man, look, just give me Tyson versus Jericho at Fighter Fest. That's all I really want. Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> That's all I really want. Wrap it up. Have Tony Parker sure. against Jericho in a um, skate off. <laughs> Tony Hawk against <laughs> I'm home with it. But yeah, anyway, um, that's what we're looking forward to next week. I think we covered about everything. Does anybody have anything that they want to touch up on before we wrap up? No. Nah. 
Tony, nah, I'm just glad to see Tony Hawk out here doing stuff. Yeah, I think Tony Hawk had coronavirus too, so it's glad to see him back out here healthy. Oh, did he? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, he had coronavirus. Damn. He had it back from like Tom Hanks and everybody. Rich was getting it, getting rid of it in like two weeks. But I rest oh, my case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, off the rope episode ten. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Yeah.